Have you ever felt like someone needed you a little bit too much? You had that feeling like someone just needed you too much and you thought to yourself, I can't handle all this. You thought, I can't carry this, you know? And you thought that, am I a distraction for them? I can't be their answer, you know, for anyone. And if we have faith, we know in our hearts, there's one savior, it's not us. And this person and this person and this person needs them more than they need us. And do we, and we have to know in our hearts that as great as we try, as much as we can love, if one person's needed too much, they're going to fall short. Tis a guarantee. This couple that I know gave a talk for Theology on Tap one time on the topic of Christian marriage. It was awesome. So she, the woman, uh, wanted to be a nun, a religious sister, more than anything. That's what she wanted. Hmm. He was desperate to get married, was going out there searching for his bride, searching for the woman that he was meant to be married. However, uh, this woman, as she kept on praying about this, discerning, kept on getting this nudge towards marriage, which she was not happy about. She didn't want that. She didn't want some man. <laughs> she wanted Jesus. And this man who was searching, desperate for this vocation of marriage, at some point got tired of looking and looking and looking and finding the wrong woman, the one, the wrong one, the wrong one. And they both at some point, around the same time, decided to give it up, give up the fight. They both decided, I'm just going to be with Jesus for a while. I'm just going to be close to him. I'm going to follow him. I'm going to seek out his love. That's what I need right now. Lo and behold, not long after, they met each other. Mm. And now very happily married with several children, nothing has changed from that moment. It's only grown. You know, their relationship with Jesus that they wanted all along, they needed the most, they just share that love as husband and wife, share that love as parents. So it's just a sign uh, that always remember that, that him, only his love is everything that we need. We just love and hope he loves through us. Jesus is the compass, right? That doesn't keep us pointed inward towards just ourselves, just our family. He's our compass that keeps us together. Jesus is the thread that keeps us from being stupid people in our family, for lack of a better word. Jesus, Jesus freed the family. I feel like Jesus freed mothers from getting lost in motherhood. You know, he freed fathers from getting lost in the responsibility of fatherhood. You know, he frees spouses that can only just love one another the best they can and will never be everything that their spouse needs. Freedom. And he frees our families only. He can free our families from pride, resentment, from exhaustion, from division, from separation. And this happens way too often because what does the devil want? Split up the family. So our responsibility is to know we need him more. And we have to know that these people we love need him more than they need us. So God willing, the less we need each other, 
and just have each other. The less we need each other and the more we need God, the more free our hearts will be to love and to, uh, to forgive and to be understanding. And I think also to step back and see the people in our family, not for what they're giving us, but for who they are. You know, who they are in themselves, who they are to God. A son, a daughter, just like us. Hmm. And no one knew this reality more, no one saw or lived this reality more than Mary, ever virgin, mother of God, and Joseph, her most chaste spouse. This was the first family that Jesus formed and sanctified, because Jesus sanctified. He made the family holy. The family was always a gift, but he made the family actually holy a source of holiness. And I was reading, you know, reading the uh, scriptures about uh, the Old Testament. So I feel like before Jesus came, of course the law was honor your mother, honor your father, and you will honor God. Yes, will always be true, you kids that are still sitting with us. But I feel like, um, praying about this, uh, Jesus being the fulfillment of God's love, the fulfillment of God's law. Honor God and you'll honor your father. Honor God and you'll honor your mother. Honor God and you will honor your wife, your husband, your brother, your sister, your children. Love Jesus first and then we'll love these people as we should because if we want Jesus first to be our love and need his love first, then we will love these people in our life as he does in our own imperfect way. And I was trying to imagine, um, as I was sitting here for like 15 minutes on Friday, I was trying to imagine conversations that uh, Mary and Joseph were having, you know, throughout, throughout their day about Jesus, you know, tr talking about his quirks and his personality and knowing him as he's growing as their own son, you know, taking care of him, trying to imagine, just anticipate, like, how and when and how will we perceive him as the son of God, and growing into the son of God they were promised he would be, and dreaming about the man that he will look and become and how he will change the world, and just most importantly, um, he is the son of God. So the love that they see in him and the love that they feel when they're with Jesus, what else could they offer one another but that? So loving Jesus, making it about him, Joseph came to understand further how to become a husband. Mary came to understand, you know, as this vocation that's so beyond her, how to be the mother of God, how to be a wife. And I like this. Um, that their son taught his parents how to be a son and a daughter. Hmm. Wow. So our children can teach us how to be a father or a, a son or a daughter. Yeah. So may we find freedom in, um, in loving Jesus and our relationships. You know, like Mary and Joseph, um, that they found freedom in being there by loving Jesus and just needing Jesus together. May he be our first love.
May Jesus be our greatest love that we can ever find. May his name be the name that we want to call out 25 times a day, 50 times a day, not always just our, our spouse or whatever. May Jesus be the name that we want to call out the most. May his voice be the voice that we're dying to hear more than anyone else's. May his ear be the one that we want to bend when there's something we need to say now, something we need to get out. May his ear be the, the one that we want to bend first. So if we, he's always waiting to love us. If we, if we let Jesus, let him love us every day, then we'll find him uh, in these imperfect people in our life. And if we bank and lean on Jesus's love first, then he will make up for everything others lack. So simply need him more and have the freedom of knowing that they need him more. Amen.